right. So there's like a lot of things I want to uh, talk about. All right, let's do this. Yeah, go for it. All right. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lone Wolf Podcast. I'm your host, Wolfson. And today we got a special guest in the building, another contender that I just met through the grapevines of Instagram. I mean, I'm telling you guys, I'm meeting all these amazing people for the Instagram. I mean, if you guys want to be part of, the, of my episode, or any episodes of my show, please DM me and let's discuss it. Okay, guys? So please welcome the one and only Dope Vibes. Let's go. What's going on, my man? What's up, everybody? Not too bad, not too bad. All Chilling. right, you all know, right. Weather could be a little bit better down here, but we're doing good. Yeah, I, I can agree. Thank, yeah, thank you for having me, by the way. Uh -oh. I always wanted to be on a podcast, and you're an amazing host, so thank you again. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Welcome to the show, man. First things first, before we all get started, let's let's do a little bit of introductions, man. So my name is Wilson, man. Nice to meet you for the first time. Before we get started, tell me a little bit about yourself and tell me a little bit about bio, what you're aiming for and all that stuff, you know? Uh, yeah. So my name's Alessandro. I'm half Italian, half Cuban, but and I've been living in South Florida for about eight, nine years. Over a year ago, I started... Uh, Dope Vibes, which is my company. And yeah, I've been loving it and pushing through it ever since. And just want to make cool art, cool people, and just, you know, spread good energy. That's what's up, man. So let me ask you, what actually got you into Dope Vibes? Like what actually got you to the name Dope Vibes and how this whole shindig started with you? Hey, hey. so everything started during the pandemic. Um, mm. I was furloughed, so and I've never been the type of person to sit around. So I turned to my best friend and I told him that I wanted to, you know, we're 22, 23, and let's see if we can do something, you know? And a lot of names came across, but the foundation of the business was to give back and, you know, show people that if you're nice to one another, good things will come and will happen. And then we went with dope vibes. We put the uh, Z instead of the S. We loved it. It was available and we just, we rolled with it. So basically dope vibes is just an on online uh, merchandise store where, you know, where we spread all love and peace to everybody else within the industry. Yeah. So it's, as of now, it's an online store. Uh, mm -hmm. There's different things in the works, but mm -hmm. the main message, you know, is to uh, be kind to one another. And I bring that when I go to festivals to work and vend uh, little shows or if I'm packaging things, you know, just always extra little things and always being helpful to everybody you meet. That's actually pretty dope. You know, you know, I checked some of your stuff from your from, from your online store and your page and you kind of remind me of Electric Family because they kind of started out as like that, you know, as a, as a like a small little shop, you know, selling merchandise for charity and all that stuff. And, you know, they started with the whole bracelet thing for every artist so everybody can pitch in. Yeah, there you go. That's right. Yes, sir. That's right. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you kind of remind me of that, you know, let your, well, look at this. Yeah, I love, oh, I love that. I didn't even notice. Yeah, I know. Coincidence. Total coincidence. I, I I came to work like this and just like, let's go, you know? So <laughs> look at that. I mean, there's already a connection right there, you know, in some shape or way, yes, you know? Sir. So I kind of like the, yeah. the angle that you're going with this, man. Yeah, I mean, I love Electric Family. I mean, all of their stuff is really cool. And the message behind it is really inspiring. And at the end of the day, that's what people should do. Try and inspire others as well as make money and, you know, progress. But if right. you can give back while you do your thing, nothing else. I agree, man. 
I agree, man. I definitely would like to take some of your stuff uh, from your website, man, because I definitely want to, I like wearing stuff like that to work or anywhere else. You know, I always like to spread around positivity, you know, peace and love all around with any, any shit. And I'll wear it every day if I have to, you know, so definitely we'll talk about that later on because I definitely I actually like already have a little. I already have a little package made for you and I was going to get your address later. So I got you taken care of. Oh, let's go. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. Already packaged. I got you. That's what's up, man. All right. So, all right, guys, you heard it. You know, I'm be wearing some dope vibes around here, guys. So make sure to look to follow them at their Instagram and other social medias. All right, guys. You already heard it, guys. So first things first on, in all this, so we can get this ball rolling and even further beyond, you know? You, say, you said something interesting that got my attention. You said that you lived before in South Africa or Africa itself? Yeah, so um, I moved here, like I said, eight, nine years ago, and I mm. moved from Zanzibar, okay. which is an island on the east coast of Tanzania. Oh, wow. So... Yeah, I was in there, in there. I was there for about four and a half years. Um, and then before that, I was in Italy for about 11, 12 years. You, de you, was, def you definitely got that Italian vibe for sure. Like you got the eyes I, yeah. and the and out of it, man. You, you're, 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 you're the catch, man. <laughs> Italian? Yeah. A lot of people tell me Cuban. Some people tell me like Australian. I'm like, uh-uh. But honestly, a little bit of everything. Nah, I, bet, I I I I I know Italian when I see one because um mm -hmm. I I actually been to Italy before. I've been to a lot of places in Italy: Roma, Venezia, oh, eh, Fiorence, mm -hmm. Florencia, yeah, yeah, Firenze. Love, I love Florence, yeah, yeah. I, I that was my favorite food, part. Man. Yeah, that was my favorite favorite area in all Italy. Like I don't like Roma. Oh sure, Roma is Roma. All right, whatever, but. Uh, Florencia and Firenze inside of it is like a different yeah. world. The architecture. Yeah. The architecture is next level things. Yeah. And the food. And so. of course, the food, the authentic pizza from there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it, man. You know that I, I actually, don't need pizza here. Really? Uh, Papa John's, Domino's, depending on, but usually I stick with pasta. That's my. Yeah. Stick with yeah. the pasta. I love pasta too, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. but pizza, man, man, the close. There's nothing, nothing in here in South Florida that can go resembles to what I've ate over there in Florence, man, because it's the fact next that, level. Yeah, it's next level. And the thing is, is about the pizza over there in Italy, which many people don't know about this. You know, the pizza that you're eating in the States, is not the same pizza that you'll be eating in, in Italy. No, like if you show a pizza from Domino's or Papa John's or Pizza Hut to any folks from Italy, They will slap the shit out of you. You'll go to jail. Yeah. Yeah. They'll put you in jail. Really? They actually oh, do yeah. that? No, 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 no. <laughs> they should because it, it's an insult. But yeah. Yeah. I, 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 would be, I was really believing that. Because like, I know a lot of Italian people will will be like, this is a disgrace. Like, fanculo. Fanculo. Yeah. Yeah. That, I don't send Snapchats of any of my food down here to my Italian friends because I'm not allowed back <laughs> if I do it, bro. Oh I'm no, it's a, it's an insult. It's an insult, man. And you know, what I learned I didn't I learned that not from me, but from from other people that were next to us. You know, they were like eating Papa John's or something and they were eating the Uh, in front of an Italian friend and the Italian friend was just like, you know, cursing around. It's like, this is a disgrace. What a, you, you try to mock me. 
I'm like, oh, shit, this got real quick. This got real yeah. quick right now. Serious. Yeah. We take our food serious. No, it's because like something about Italian food is it's like it's immeasurable. Like you can't compare it with anything else because it's the, the real recipe. Love, you know, you take very consideration when it comes to making this sort of food. Like when it comes to the pasta, to the pizza, to um, what the meatballs, the, the gnocchis and the, what, uh, what it's others? It's an art. Yeah, it's an art. Yeah. It's a, it's basically yes. an art. Like, are you a chef for, for yourself when you do all this type of stuff? Yeah, I cook. I cook. I love cooking. Yeah, what's the I thing? love eating, so I got a lot. I got to know how to cook if I love to eat. Oh, so yeah, that, I cook. Oh, yeah. That's a win-win. What has been like the best dish that you ever thought in your life? Um. Well, when I was, I was actually in Switzerland, and I made it for me and my dad. I made carbonara, and then as, as a like a side dish, I made uh, cotoletta. You know, in Milan, it's like the yeah, yeah, tortoletta. So it's that chicken breast, yeah. yeah. Ooh. So that was. I just love pasta, and anybody that knows me knows the same that I love pasta. Yeah. So anything with pasta has my heart. Yeah. Like what 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 type of sauce do you actually uh, pull on your pasta? Like, is there like a specific sauce for every pasta that you make, or is there's just like that one sauce that for all pastas? So there is a little secret to every pasta that I do. It's cream. It's like adding cream to any pasta. Mm. It's literally game changer. Game absolute game changer. Really? So kind of like the vodka sauce, but yeah, instead of put, doing the vodka, I do tomato sauce, whatever it is, bolognese, and then just a little bit of cream, which is hard to find the right one, but a little bit of cream, game changer. I I'm agree. You. I agree. Yeah. My, my favorite pasta boils down to the penne, penne alfredo and, uh, sí. and the chicken carbonara. Sí, sí, sí. Yeah, that's Carbonara is by far my favorite one. Yeah, yeah that, that's right there on the top, top right there. It's like, ooh. There's some there's some other stuff that I love to to eat that I hardly get the chance to eat it because it's very rare for me to eat them. But when I do see them, it'll be like the tortellini or the sí. gnocchi, gnocchi, gnocchi with cheese on it. Oh my god, sí. that's the fire stuff, bro! And you eat that oh, yeah. with chicken, man. Oof. You're yeah. getting me hungry, man. <laughs> I just ate two, but I'm <laughs> I'm getting hungry. I just <laughs> finished eating two, bro, and I'm like, damn, bro. Now I want now I want to travel to Olive Garden to get some pasta shit. Man, that's what I'm saying. So uh, what has been Where are like you from me? I'm from born and raised in San Juan, Puerto Rico. OK, nice. OK, nice. yeah. Nice. So I was born there for I was born and raised for 25 years in that little island. And then I moved down here seven years ago. OK, wow. God, more or less like me. Nice. Yeah, basically, I'm I'm an I'm an immigrant of sorts here, you know, just like anyone else, man. Just reaching the what you call what we we call it, the American dream, you know? Hey, I, I, and I tell everybody it's actually a thing. Everybody that's not from the United States looks at the United States and wants to pursue this American dream. Yeah, and I agree because it is the, the land of opportunities, you know, it's the land of freedom. Really I is. mean, it should also be like that. But yeah, it gives so many choices and so many freedoms for many people who don't have those privileges And then just make yourself a, a better living, you know? I mean, I came over here with zero expectations. I just went to school to finish it up. And then after that, it was just like, shit, all right, where, where do I go? Where did I go? So I started working. I worked on a retail shop. I worked um, on a hotel in the South Beach, Florida. 
And now I'm currently working at the I'm at the Thanks. at the career that I actually wanted as an yeah, audio visual that. technician. I love that. Yeah, love so that. it's it's been a nice little trajectory for me to start here with with four hundred dollars to my name on it, all the way to where I am right now. And now, not only that, but also grinding my ass off to be part of the music industry, and as well as you know, to be a, a DJ, a music producer. In which most of the time, I got it. I touched, I touched base. I made it in a, in my perspective. Like I reached the goals, but I wasn't feeling right. Like I wasn't feeling like I wanted this as hungry as I was before, or I felt like very pressure into making stuff like this. So mm-hmm. I, I swear I took a hiatus overall, which is uh, sometimes it's what you need, man. Sometimes it really is what you need. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people don't realize that, you know, people, uh, either people do realize it. And they do not want to admit it mm-hmm. because they, in a sense, it may look like um, it may look like a failure to someone. It may look like, damn it, I failed, bro. They feel shameful about it and they don't want to admit it because they're too prideful to admit shit like that. And I got to say, yeah, I feel I feel at a, a certain point like I didn't want to give this up. I really do not want to. I want to be part of this. Like I really wanted this so badly. And then when I'm seeing some of my homies making it little by little and they're on the tops and shit like that, it, it kills you a little bit that, man, we started together and they're already ahead of me. I'm not there and I'm killing myself to make it there and, and nothing, no results, nothing. I'd still keep pushing for it. So it's kind of hard. And you put that necessary pressure, stress on yourself and then you feel so heavy and, and then you just like a point you can't breathe and shit, you know? So at one point, I'd say like I, I, my mental health and my, my own living is is way bigger than this. Priority, so, yeah, yeah, priority. So I, that's where I took a hiatus overall in making music and DJing, and then it didn't took like a month or later or so I started podcasting, and now and you I'm, love it. I love it. It's that it has to this day. It's it's been the happiest thing that I've ever done. And I still continue to pursue it. I still continue to fight for it. I, I, I like, I want more about this. I want to continue with this, you know? Yeah. I see. I can tell that it, it makes you feel fulfilled. Like yes. it fulfills who you are as a person. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It, I can talk from looking at different episodes that you did. And I can tell that it fulfills you like who you are as a person. It's, this is w- what you're good at, man. Like you're Appreciate great at it. talking to people. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, no, like, and, and mind you, I've never been the the type of person to be very talkative. I was I was always known to be like the shy person. Even when I'm doing the networking at my early stages, you know, when I'm trying to network and meet these ANRs and artists and promoters and festival owners and whatnot, I have to drink. I have to get myself I'm the same way. Yeah, yes, sir. I, a little bit of tequila, a little bit of tequila, a little bit, a little bit of beer, a little bit of rum, a little bit of Jager or something like mm-hmm. so I can so I can be like much more loose and and yeah. Vibey, and then that's where I go to people and start talking to them. That's where I just like more go, confident, too. Yeah, yeah. The confidence I'm just kick way. in, you know, the confidence kick yeah. in until at a certain level, you start to develop your own confidence. And now you can just like go ahead and ask people without even getting booze, you know? Yeah. It's not, it's, it's very hard, you know, like for coming for someone for me that has very shy about this stuff. And then all of a sudden now I'm like the first person to be like, yo, you want to be on the show? All right, let's go. Let's let's talk this. Yeah. Let's do this shit. Blah, 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 blah. Have you ever had any of these situations as well? Like, and, and if so, tell me more about those experiences. 
Yeah, I mean, dude, all the time, especially when you start something from zero. Mm-hmm. And the second you start, you're already looking up at 10, 15 other people that have done what you've done, but are successful. Yeah. So you're always trying to, you know, picture yourself and like compare yourself. And, you know, from the beginning, it's always been like, how can I beat them? How can, how can I be better than them or do what they've done? But at the end of the day, I slowly started realizing. And I also started listening to a lot of like motivational videos and like YouTube mm-hmm. videos because I wanted to change my mindset. I didn't want to mm. become someone and, you know, tear down everybody around me right. and be the best at it. I just wanted to become the best or do what I wanted to do and bring people with me. Or like, like Gary mm. Vee once said, I don't want to build the biggest building in town. By tearing everybody else's down, I just want to build the biggest building in town. That's you know? what's it's, up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. That's. it's always in the back of my mind at the end of the day, but you got to train your mind. That's that's what I, I've been doing and I keep doing almost every day. It's, you know, you're on your own journey. It's going to take you high, how long, however long it's going to take you. Right. But if you work hard enough and if you love it, then I'm good. I realized the number one thing in life is to be happy. Yes. You know, it's not money. It's not, you know, getting married. It's about what makes you happy. Mm -hmm. And if I can have a million dollars in my bank account and the person next to me can have 50, but if he wakes up happy every day and I don't, he's he's succeeded. Yeah. You know, and to me, that's what I, that's, that's how I overcame everything. I, Try to realize what makes me happy and what doesn't. And, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing? Am I doing it because I want to have the most money? Or am I doing it because I want to wake up happy every day, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and that's slowly how my mentality started changing. I try to value the things that really matter in life. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I commend you for doing that, man. Because let me tell you, bro, like not many people have the courage to do the stuff that we've done, you know, that we wake up every day with a smile because I'm we're doing something that we love, you know, not everybody has that luxury, you know, and many people are like, unfortunately, can't reach to those because of certain situations. However, you can be happy, even if you're doing something that you're you're doing it because you it doesn't fulfill you. You can still do other things that make you happy. And if that thing that's not making you happy is actually tearing you down even further, then, then detach yourself. Yeah. 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 Detach yourself. I mean, I could have an Instagram page with 50 followers and be posting about pins, which is what I mainly make, and get two likes a picture. But I would be happy doing it because I love talking about pins and you know, art and designs and whatnot. So at the end of the day, if you're doing what makes you happy, then you, in my page, you've won. In, in, my, in my eyes, you've won. I want to be like you, you know? I agree. I agree. It's just as like many people, like and many up and coming people as well, you know, they, they, try yeah. to, they try to see that everyone's success, that's what fulfills them, you know? But in reality, their success is their success because they did the work and they did something that they love to do. It wasn't because they want to be, you know, want to be famous just because I like, know it's because they want to do this uh, every day. That's that's their whole mentality. Like if you he listen to many artists and you listen to some of their Q&A's and their interviews, they say like, oh, man, it's I just woke up every and I say, like, I want to do this every day. I want to do this every day until I made it made it happen to make it 
as a living and now they're doing it every day. It's you need to have that that type of mentality to make sure like know what you're actually aiming for. You know, it's very important to know what you're trying to aim for, because if you're trying to get into the business, into the music because of fame and glory and money that are unfortunately you ain't gonna make it yeah you and even if you do make it it's not gonna be for long and you're not gonna have a successful career because you don't love it it doesn't come from the heart it doesn't exactly exactly it's all fake with you you know but you're you're just doing it you know because oh you know like all these djs i can dj i don't want to work i can do this i want to party and shit and whatnot for free and get booked get paid for free and all that stuff guys that's not a nice life to have you know as yeah. as glamorous as it looks, it ain't it ain't bueno. It ain't it ain't it. And you're gonna fall hard, you know. You're gonna fall hard. And it's and time <laughs> over time, I've seen people doing it, and they don't last long. Yeah, man. I mean, I've noticed that working at my old job. I mean, mm-hmm. I was working in a resort country club, and I'm I like to interact with people. Right. And you know, you meet a lot of millionaires or people that have a lot of money, and they come in, they cuss at you, they're not happy, they're always angry. Mm. And, you know, I try to talk to them and it's just you have all this money. But at the end of the day, as the, the person they are, money doesn't make them happy. You know, maybe they're the type of person that wants uh, wants a partner, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend or wife and husband. And that's what's going to fulfill them. But they just got too hung up and too. Yeah into trying to make money and yeah unfortunately just get sidetracked i mean it look hey, hey shout out for those people who made it and they're millionaires respect. yeah respect that's a, a great hustle but was it worth it like is what you're exactly. doing that's that's what it comes down to yeah is what you're doing make you happy because if if what you're doing is making you happy then what's the whole point of having all the money in the world and do whatever the fuck you want you, you're just gonna be a sad person with with more problems like Sounds cliche, but more money, bro- more problems, basically. Yeah. And that's what I always recommend everybody. What Think about what truly makes you happy. Go for it. Nobody can stop you. Like we said before, we're in America. And if you want to become someone or be famous, have money or build a business or build multiple businesses, trade stocks, there are so many opportunities out there. This is the place to do it. That's I why I started doing this because... I. I agree, man. It, it is a, it is a land of opportunity, and and it's insane to see that a lot of people actually take advantage of it, and then a whole lot more that lives within America don't take advantage of that. It's kind of wild for me to say, like, like you're you're having like people who doesn't live in America be much more successful than you, because that actually tells you you're not really happy with your life. You're not happy with what you're doing or where you are right now, and and because you feel like. You got everything that everything, you know, that kills people, that kills creativity, that kills yourselves in a way. You know, if it, it, it deflate, it def- what's the word? Deflates. It deflates your soul completely, you know, because now it drains your soul. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. So that it's very hard for people to say to me, like, nah, you can't make it. I'm like, bro, I came from an island that basically it's impossible to get a job, to get a job. A single job. It's impossible. Like thousands and thousands of people graduate every year in that small little island and they can't get a job. And then look at you now. I'm working towards what you want to do. You have your own podcast. You also make music, produce. So I mean, hey, 
Let me tell you the story. Let me tell you a story. As soon as I graduated and finished my school from here, I said like, all right, I want I went to Ultra. I want to perform one day at Ultra. What is it that I have to do? What do I have to do? So I search, search because I didn't know anybody. And then I meet up with this company called Committee Events at that time who, who used to be run by, by Life and Color. Okay. So now, all right, Life and Color is a dope festival. They did that. They do that a lot all around year round on different areas. You know, I was like, all right, cool. Maybe this is a start. Maybe this is a chance for me to 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 be something here in life of color. All right. So I meet up with the people. They give me the speech and blah, blah, blah. And I told them, hey, I just got here, man. Like, I don't know anybody here. I don't like I don't know anybody. I don't know how I can sell tickets. But what can I do? What can I do to prove you? My loyalty to prove you that I, how hungry I am to be performing at this festival and such. So, so. Like, what is it that I got to prove to you? And he, when it comes, tells me, he tells me, all right, this is what you need to do. If you do a lot of street hours of street promos, you know, handing out flyers, if you post every day on social media with all the, the festival and all other shows that we do, if you sell tickets, if you show me all those things, man, I'll put I'll I'll consider putting you into the lineup for life and color. Can't make any promises, but I'll I'll try to put you in there. All right, bet. Hell of a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. Especially not knowing anybody and being new and stuff. Exactly. So what happened to to summarize the whole thing? It only took me four, five months of working 300 hours of street promo, not getting paid, just going. And going to different places, different universities, different clubs, handing out flyers, showing them the evidence. I sold a bunch of tickets. I post every day. And at the end, the head of Life and Color come tells me, like, you're performing at the festival. Oh, wow. So you actually played? 2015, tw- 2016 Life and Color. Yes. That's the year I went, bro. That was my first ever life in color. For real? I'm 2016? Sure. Where Big Sean, Jack, you, and Nightmare, all these Yeah, guys? bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. No Back way. Back when it was good, good. Yeah, yeah when multiple it was good, stages good. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. That was my first ever music festival. That That's what got me into all of this. Life in color with all no my best friends shit. back in the day, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No way you played. That's crazy. Bro, I play in the local stage along with all the local people. I did a back to back with Artigy uh-huh. and we did and that was oh, um shit. the time Big and Slim was around, my homies that were performing. Yeah, I saw you did a podcast with them too. Yeah, yeah. I'm bringing them back again, Shout you know, because big, so cool. Yeah, bro, like and yeah, that was my first my first festival, bro. My first ever no festival way. I've ever played in my life as a DJ. And that's crazy. I know, bro. Like <laughs> when you were telling me the story in the back of my head, I was like, I really hope we got to play it. And I hope it was 2016 because that's my first time. That's crazy. Yo, that's what got me in love with everything, man. Yo, with all this industry, the that, entire industry. That's funny, bro, because yeah. that actually jump started my career over there as a as a producer, as a DJ, and just like Sick. network my way out to meet all these artists, all these ARs, and everybody. You know, that's what jump started everything. You know, mm-hmm. that's crazy how mm-hmm. how we got connected like that, bro. Small world, bro. Small, Small world. world, bro. I think I think yeah. it's it's more destiny. You know, it was meant yeah. to be. You know, it was meant to be. Yeah. So Facts. 
bro. I'm telling you. That's as- awesome. Ma- mad respect to you because I know it's hard to grind, especially brand new, not knowing and like, especially the uncertainty. Yeah. It could kill, like yeah. kill a lot of people off, but good, good shit for the grind. Thank you. Thank you. And and you're right. Yeah. It is that, that level, the uncertainty, you know, because you don't yeah. know it. He didn't even promise me that I was going to play or not. That was Lucho. Shout out to him, man. Um, it wasn't a guarantee I was going to perform. He says, like, we'll see if I can squeeze you in, you know? And he gave, after I did all the hard work, he put me as, like, one of his top promoters, his right-hand man on street promo. I, put, I was a street manager and everything. Like, he used me as an example for all the locals. And mind you, all these local artists, the, the someone that are homies of mine, they've been they've been with, working under him for a year or two before I came in. I came in, like, a few a few months ago, you know, type shit. Brand new. Brand new. I was mm-hmm. just a new face. And, you know, I don't know anybody. I'm just trying to get in, you know. And yeah, he just put me on the face like, yo, him. I don't want to see his face anymore. Like I'm 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 done. I'm tired of seeing his face because I see him every day. I see him every day promoting. I see him every day grinding. I see him every day on the on the clubs, promoting and shit. And well, he's working hard. He's paying his dues. That's why he gets to play on a show. That's why he's gonna be on the on the on the festival and shit. I'm like, oh damn, oh damn. And I everybody work pays off, bro. I work pays off. And I talked to some of these people, and they were saying like, yo, like I don't know how you did it. Like I I've been I've been with him for over a year, so it, it's. And it, and just right now, I got I'm just getting on my own first show. You you just you just got here, and you're already getting a show and a festival. I'm like, life in color, yeah, bro. Like hard work. If you're hungry about it, if you're willing to sacrifice yeah. it. Like anything's possible. I kid you not. This is my story, guys. Like this is my experience. This is what I've been trying to tell everybody. Like guys, it only hard work, it, it, man. Literally hard work. If you really want to achieve something. You put all your chips in that basket. You work hard for it. You actually like go for it. If you're really that hungry, it's going to happen. It's going to come to you because I'm living proof of it. And if I can do it, somebody that has that doesn't know anybody and has zero connections here in Miami and just did it out of the wazoo, what's your excuse, you know? Yeah, straight up. That's, that's how I see it. That's why I do what I do because... I have friends in Italy that always text me. They're like, yo, you're so lucky where you live, bro. Like, I wish I could live there. Like even people in Africa that mm. where I used to live, they're like, how is it? Like, how's you have a job? Like, that's so nice. I'm, and in my head, I'm like, I'm 22. Of course I have a job. But like, they're not used to that. Like, right. you don't get a job in Europe. Like, you live off your parents for as long as you possibly can, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah, no, it's, you need to have the will, man. Yeah, it's the will and the willing to sacrifice, man, and willing, you know, the, how hungry you are. It, it all comes out to how hungry you really are, because I'm going to tell you, um, uh, I was dipping into my savings account just to pay off some of my bills, you know, so I was losing money and all this. But the determination and how hungry I really wanted this so badly that I was like, fuck it, you know, and my parents were half supported and half not. Because they wanted me to get a job just to, you know, just to to pay my my own shit, you know. But they were supportive enough for me to like, you know, you're getting there. So we see the results. We're, we're going to help you financially a little bit just to get you by. And once you get by, you know, you're you're off the hook, you know. So like it it was hard. It was hard for me, man, because I have like massive credit card debt. <laughs> 
because of all the sacrifices, all the times I had to go to travel in my car, pay gas, you know, just just to make ends meet and just to make it, you know, just to prove these guys like, yo, I want this badly, you know, like I really want this badly. So but, that's actually kind of what happened to me. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, no go yeah, for it. When, yeah, when we moved here, um, after a little bit, my dad left me, my mom and my sister here and he kind of just took off mm. and it got to a point where if I didn't get a job, we had to leave. Like we had to move out and like go back to Italy. So I was 15 at the time and I started working when I was 15, you know, 6 a.m. You go to school, yeah. then 3 p.m. You go to work till 10, 30, 11. And I hated it because I missed out on a lot of things and mm. stuff like that. But it just instilled in my head this working mentality. And like now these days, if I don't do if I'm not doing something throughout the day, right. I go crazy. That's why I started the business. I actually just quit my job about a month ago, oh. a little bit over, to do this full time for a little bit and see where it goes. How's it going yeah. so far, man? So far, so good. I've had money saved up so I can afford to go two, three months. Mm. Um, and well, I had to quit my job. And two days after, I had to go to Tennessee for a music festival. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah. So let me ask yeah. you, like, what actually got you into music in general? Like, what is it that brought you into the whole EDM scene? Um, back in the day in 2016, we decided to go, you know, life in color. Mm. And because everybody was talking about it, that was huge back in the day, especially when you're younger. Yeah. Like 16, 17, 18. Um, yeah, we went there had the time of our lives. It was me, all my best friends. And then from there. We started going to like little shows like Borgor. I don't, you remember cinema, right? Yeah, yeah. I was there too. Yeah. yeah. Cinema. Um, all the shows they used to throw over there were amazing. And then uh, my friend Goon, which I, you did a podcast yeah, with him. Yeah, shout out Great to episode. Goon, man. Yeah. Shout out to Goon. Yeah, that's the man. And he started DJing mm. from house parties to different shows throughout South Florida. And me and my buddies would just follow him everywhere. And we just started loving the music. And then we started loving the people because that's what I always tell everybody. This to me is the best industry in the world. People wise, really? there is jealousy, but you don't get it like in the rap community or like the rap scene. Everybody wants to flex. Everybody wants yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. There, even when you go to music festivals, like there's no place like e like EDM music festivals. Everybody's nice. Everybody's so kind. That's that's why I also call it dope vibes because these people are amazing. Yeah, no, it's a different scenery when it when you go to mm -hmm. a a rap or a hip hop festival versus the EDM festival. Absolutely, like it's it's night and day. Not to throw shade on anybody, but. Obviously, you can no, no, tell. No, no, all love. Oh, it's all love. But you can tell immediately, like, you know, I remember who was it? Who was it? Somebody was telling me, like, yo, like, that's why I love going to the EDM festivals because then when I go to one of these hip hop or trap festivals, there's always a fight, you know, there's always some, yeah. some shits. There's always negative something. energy. Yeah, there's always some shit, you know. But then when I go to an EDM festival, it's like all oh, peace and love and all of this. And I'm like, and, it, it's, yeah, everybody loves each other. Yeah. And and he tell, he told me that was like, it's kind of weird for me because I'm so used to like seeing people fighting for over stu stupid shit or flats or or, you know, starting beats out of nothing. And then when I see these, it's like no fights. You, the worst thing that you've seen some something in the festivals is 
somebody getting OD um, on drugs and that's it. That's like the worst yeah, thing. Yeah, too many drugs. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. I was just at Soundhaven. That's why I quit my job. And this guy actually climbed up 60 feet to the top of the stage, started swinging, no. and just let go and dropped. Yeah, it's on Twitter. I, I'll show it to you later. Yeah, dropped like 50, 60 feet up in the air. Just dropped straight down. He's good. He survived. But you see, that's the only downside is that people overdo it sometimes. Or you do have those fucked up people that go around. You know what's... what's stuff. So yeah. test your drugs. If you're watching this, test your drugs, please. Well, yeah. If, if you're going to do drugs, I do not condone drugs. Sorry. I can't say Same. that. I mean, I need Same. to put that disclaimer. Like, sorry, guys. Like, the, the only drugs I've ever done is weed. And weed is legal weed is not a gateway drug i don't care what anybody says if anything alcohol yeah alcohol is probably the gateway drug but weed is nothing it like weed only gives you chill vibes that's what it does we that's what it does mm -hmm. I, I i have i'm i've been clean and sober for for like ooh, for three four five years of of yeah, weed, I've actually know? been clean for five. Not on alcohol. Not, not on weed. alcohol. I drink. I drink hey, once. Everybody a likes a little bit of. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but yeah, like I don't condone drugs, guys. I I don't I don't condone drugs. Like guys, like don't do drugs. Even though it's so corny to say it, and it's like, oh, what is this guy talking about? Guys, just don't do it because you don't know what's in it. You don't know who the who you're dealing with. Just recently, uh, a famous actor just die this past weekend or when whenever this episode airs it died not too long ago because they say that he was doing coke and and in that coke has some traces of fentanyl, fentanyl. yeah and you're yeah. and you're like it's sad what the fuck bro and yeah. i and i get that people is on that experimental stage is like oh i just want to try molly i just want to try shrooms i just want to do this it's like guys don't do drugs it's not worth it. Yeah, but I'm it, the same way. But if you're going to do it, do it responsibly. If gonna do, yeah, if you're going to do test, it. And test them. Yeah, test them. Don't take word for any dealers to say like, oh, no, it's it's 100% this. Like, no, you don't know where that's come from. Like, you don't know. You don't know what you're getting in, inside your body. But And I tell you guys, don't do it. But if you're going to do it, just do it responsibly. Have somebody next to you that, you know, you, you could trust. That if shit goes down south, that person is right there. You know, you always got to have the... Yeah. The sober one around the group, like always, you Amen. know, because it's it's always. the only way it's the only way for for everybody to have a safe, you know, travel, safe party, safe, safe, whatever, you know. So I yeah. agree. Yeah. Don't do drugs. But if you are going to do them, just test them and make sure you're in a safe environment and drinking water. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna drink, say on that. drink water. Absolutely. Water is golden. For anybody, it doesn't matter what time yeah. of the day, like you need to keep yourself hydrated all day, every day. You know, it's very important, you know, and yeah, like that's like the the bad thing I see from the EDM. And it's a shame that that shit gets very like publicly out loud from outsiders. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you see, you know, people go to these festivals and they do drugs and shit or a lot. It's like, motherfucker, you've never been to any of these festivals. What the hell are you talking about? Like it's that's this and that's is what I, a lot of people that I talk to that have never been to an EDM festival. When I tell them that I do go, they're like, oh, just a bunch of people going around doing drugs. And I tell them, if you actually went to a festival, you would be surprised by what actually happens. Yeah, because people have so much fun. People will love you so goddamn much. Yeah, because they just 
who they are. Exactly. Like, it, like compared to anywhere else, like the, the EDM community is actually a very, let me say, what's the word? What's the perfect word? It makes you feel like home. Yeah. It makes you feel like I'm safe. I'm okay. I'm surrounded by good people. I'm surrounded by people with great energies, great vibes, positive all around, peace and love, like plur, you know, plur all around. Yeah. Like, that's the cool thing about the Indian community. And I hate when outsiders talk so much shit about it when they haven't even touched about it. It's like, oh, you, yeah, you don't see this on a rock concert. It's like, you don't see this at a rock concert? Dude, your favorite band does hell of a cocaine. Like, what the fuck? Like, if you tell me that the Motley Crue or the Guns N' Roses or any other rock band tells me that they've never done drugs before, bro, you're delusional. You're delusional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, come Very on. Easy. And and how many songs have we heard from The Rock, even from country, that it involves around drugs and alcohol? Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then and then and then, and then the hip hop and track community is even worse because they it all they talk about is drugs and slapping bitches and fucking a lot of bitches and hoes and pimps and money and gangs shit and like, what in the fuck are you talking about? You know? Exactly. Also, from a business standpoint, the EDM community is amazing. I don't see that much jealousy. There is obviously jealousy, but it seems like from what I've seen that everybody mm. hopes to like wants to help each other out. Even when I was at Forbidden Kingdom, yeah. I got backstage passes. Shout out oh. to Goon again for the backstage passes. Um, and, you know, I went back there and Boogie T was talking to Subtronics, who was talking to Dirt Monkey, who was talking to everybody was talking to each other. Everybody was playing with the Kandamas or whatever it is. Even people were talking to me, like DJs that were talking to me and they had no clue who the fuck I was. And that's just that's what I like. Even behind the scenes of the EDM community everybody's so nice. Like I messaged Subtronics and he answers like, cause they very nicely. Everybody's super, super nice. That's, that's actually, how I actually, that's how I actually, sorry. I, I got around to my first collab mm -hmm. official. I actually messaged hash. Who's one of my favorite artists. And we worked out a collab deal with him. And Oh, so, so there's going to be some hash collabs coming soon. So the hash collab is already released. I do have a couple of unreleased. Uh, oh, yeah, I have. I'll say it. Uh, I have a G space that's already done. I have it in hand. It's just unreleased. I'll say one more. So I'm working. Hopefully it happens. But I have this is my biggest collab yet. It's mm. actually with Ellis Dream. Oh, so, yeah, I'm looking to... I already have everything made. Um, it's an Ella's Dream. Have you seen the license plates on my website? No, I ha I, I'm pretty sure I have, but uh, like I haven't... So it's something like this, but it's going to be for Ella's Dream. Holy crap. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, only two, three people know about the Ella's Dream one. So if you're watching now, you know. Now you but, know, guys. Yeah. Get ready. Get ready. Some fire is about to drill. Let the record horn be. Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. Man. I love it. I love to hear that, man. I love it. So let me ask you, like, how do you actually approach these people? You know, like, how do you actually come up with this? You know, let them know, say, hey, we should collaborate something, you know? Um. So ever since I've been doing this, I've just noticed more and more that the number one thing 
for you to grow a business Mm -hmm. is to network. It is to network and only to network. You can make the coolest items at the cheapest price, but if you don't network and find a way to put your stuff out there, Mm -hmm. then, you know, it's not going to be seen. So I honestly message as many DJs or artists or companies as I can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could message a hundred people in three weeks and 99 of them say no. All I need is one person to say yes. So whether it's Ellis Dream hash or whether it's a person that nobody knows with 50 followers, I will Mm -hmm. take that collab any day of the week. I will take it any day of the week. That's freaking dope. Yeah, Yeah. I just hit up people as that I find uh, people that I would love to work with people whose energy I like and just go from there. If they don't answer, they don't answer. I go on about my day. And if they do answer, then it works out. But it's like I said before, you just can't be afraid of rejection or mm. failure or trying too many times. Cause there's not nothing like too many times. I agree. I agree, man. And let me tell you, this is something that I've been preaching about uh, just recently, you know, like, it wasn't just too long ago that I started to like, you know, let me just start DMing and messaging some of these big artists or some of these people to be part of the show, man. And let me tell you, like, that's actually a better, whole lot better approach than you can think of. And it's you'll be surprising how people respond you. They do. They don't they don't realize people don't realize it's like because they feel like like what you say, the fear of rejection. And it's like, oh, like, I don't know if he's going to reject me or he's going to ignore me. Like, I didn't, uh, hey, I've been sending emails to a bunch of people. And let me tell you, out of the bunch of people, like probably like two or three have responded and they say, yes, I'm going to be at this podcast show. That's all you need. Two, three people. That's two, three more than you had the day before. Exactly. And that's how you grow. Exactly. Hey, let me tell you, after the end, after, after June, I already had like all my people, you know, interview after June, I was just thinking like, all right, I'm going to do like a couple of uh, episodes on myself and just start talking and calling up with some topics that I got. I got topics to talk about all the way till next year. So I got episodes for forever, you know, mm-hmm. and and before you know it, like I just uh, people started to hit me. I was like, yo, you know, can I be on your show? It's like, sure, come over. Like, why not? And then after that, I started to like, all right, after this, I'll 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 do episodes on myself. We're down to September and every other episode up till now it has been, you know, interviews with guests, collaboration with these people, you know, like it's wild, you know, and I'm keep yeah. and I keep I'm keep it coming. Like I, I never expected I was gonna bring you and there's other people, underground whoops. I never expected yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to those guys. Like I never expected for you guys to be on my show. I it was never a plan. And then you guys came along. And I'm like, all right, cool. I got all the way That's to honestly, now yeah. to October to oh, yeah. All because of networking. All I, because we we message each other. You know, all all because exactly. I mean, we were connected on with one thing or another, and now bam, we're making business right now. You know. I saw your interview with Big and Slim for a little bit. Yeah. And then I saw another one with Dream Takers. And that's when you caught my attention. Then I saw the one with Goon. And I was like, okay, like Underground Wubs hit you up. I was like, yeah. I'm going to do the same because we grow together, man. If 
that's that's what it's about. Yeah, that's what it's all about, man. Because like, and and this is something I'm trying to do within my own podcast. You know, I'm trying to build a community as a haven for everybody to come over to my show and you know promote their shit and get themselves exposed. Because believe it or not. Guys, like South Florida has a lot of talent and not just South Florida. Let me put it this way. A lot of talent are here in Florida. Like you will not believe the level of talent that are here in this state. And I feel that they're being undervalued, underused because nobody pays so much attention to them. And I feel for them, you know, because I, I, I feel I feel I have a responsibility to to guide you guys, to guide everybody, you know, and let everybody know it's like, hey guys, if you guys are gonna be doing this, just remember, do this and do that. Don't do this and don't do that because this might happen and so on and so on. And let me put you guys up in the map as much as I can. Whether I have a, a huge following or a small following, it don't matter. I want to put you guys out there so everybody can know what who I'm interviewing, who I'm talking to. Like, look at these people. And that's how people, you know, start to talk and start start to yeah, get connected. Yeah, you give people an opportunity to be heard. Yeah, I that's wanna, what you do, and yeah, I love it. I want to be that voice of reason. Obviously, I cannot start a whole revolution against the music industry. That's just never going to happen. But what I can do is what I said previously. I can be the community. I can be the voice of the community. You know. I can let everybody know, yo, this is the gnarly shit that you're going to find in the industry. Like, yo, this shit happens more often than you think, you know, you know, and it's just to guide them because I'm I'm tired to see kids or like I'm I'm in my 30s. So any anybody that's below me is like it's a kid to me. So, you know. It's a kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, It's some old people vibes. Huh? But it, what I'm trying to get is like I'm tired to see kids getting to do these same mistakes that I always see all the time, you know, like signing on me to bad contracts, like getting ripped off, you know, paying promoters for them to, to perform a slot, working for free to get a slot, you know, like, of course, there are times in which I had to work for free to 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 perform, you know, like, of course, everybody has to pay their dues to a certain extent. It, it's yeah. not a everyday thing. It can be an everyday thing, you know, because then they're they're using you. They're abusing you. They're abusing your, your talent, your potential. They're holding you back. And this is where I come in and say, it's like, no, fuck that. Let's go and do this. Like, guys, this is what's going to happen. Let me try to prevent for somebody making a mistake because I, I, I make mistakes in the past, of course. I You learn from it. You're human. You learn... You learn to be better for yourself. A wise man learns from his own mistakes. A wiser man learns from other people's mistakes. So as I become the wise man, I want others to be the wiser man because I want learning others, from you. Yeah. I want people to learn from me. I want them to learn from, from their own mistakes as well. I want them to be wiser because that's that's how you that's how you win. That's how you win in I this actually, industry. I like making mistakes more than like making the right call or like doing something like successful. Like I like when let's say I make a product or make a design and it doesn't do as well mm -hmm. because when I fuck up is when my mind goes, okay, how do I become better? How do I not do that again? Right. If I do something that's good, I don't think about it too much. I'm like, okay, I did good, whatever. So I like fucking up and telling myself what to do better. So fuck ups to me, if you can turn them into a positive fuck up, 
one, two, three, four times if you have to, because you learn, man. You really do. You learn from the shit that you mess up, and that's how you don't make mistakes again. I agree. I mean, you learn. You learn from it. My way is like I. I'm trying to make sure that people don't make the same mistakes as I do. You know. Like yeah. if if it's unavoidable, it's unavoidable. Everybody has to go for it. Like it's okay. We live and we learn, you know. But it, like easy mistakes that can be very avoidable and preventable. Like take it from me. Like know from this, so that way you don't commit to it. Because once you like, commit to it, it example. may affect you. It may affect you in the long run, you know. And this is how it can fuck up your career. It can fuck up your your livelihood and or shit like that, you know. When you when because it, it's you know what's funny? It's those easy and preventable mistakes that can fuck you up even more than the than the ones that are unavoidable. Because there's a saying when I when I was in audio school, there was a saying that the music industry, regardless, it's going to screw you over. It don't matter. They're always going to find a way to screw you over. The thing that you need to do is you need to find and learn a way for them to screw you over less. You need to be the one to be getting screwed less. I know it sounds yeah. kind of like, what? What the fuck? Like, why? Why? Like, and so I'm regardless what I do, I'm going to get screwed. Like, yes. Like, there's, there's, there's going to be it, times. It's just how you, life is. Yeah. It, that's just how life is. There's, there's no such a thing as like, you're going to be a winner every day for the rest of your life. Like, no. And if you're going to be a winner, you have to be a loser first. Right. Correct. There's no thing as such as perfection. Nobody's perfect. No. Nobody will ever be perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, exactly. But if you can learn from them, and like you said, other people's mistakes, that's the way to go. So that's the way to go. That's you the know? way to succeed. Yeah. It's Amen. one of the many ways, man. And you know, that's how what I'm trying to do in, in this podcast, man. I'm trying to be very educational, try to help out some of these people. And you know, I want everybody to win. I want everybody to succeed, you know, like I have no ill mentions with anybody. There may be some run apples that I do not like and I don't want to fuck with whatever. I, I don't deal with them. So that that does not affect me in any way. As long as I don't fuck with them, I'm, I'm all good. But I want everybody to succeed. I want everybody to yeah. to feed themselves. You know, yeah. I want everybody because the talent is there. The potential is there, you know. You just have to be, especially in South Florida, like you said. Yeah, like, dude, Music like, wise. how many, how many of the? If you look at all my previous interviewers, how many have I already interviewed that are from Florida? Yeah, like Dream Takers, Plasma, Goon. Um, just recently I interviewed of Bats and and of course my homies, Big and Slim, Shindo, yeah, Nitty Gritty, and, right. and and oh, oh Nitty Gritty, I love him, bro. That man is a legend. That 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 man is a man of many faces, man. That guy has so much talent, has so much potential. And, and I told him when we were in school together, like that, that you're gonna be one day at Skrillex level. And he is. That dude has even his stage presence, bro. His it's stage presence, pure energy, captivating. Yeah, captivating as fuck. Pure energy is what this guy do, man. Like he can make. He cannot do no wrong. That's that's the beauty of this motherfucker. Like he cannot do no wrong because the guy, the guy one minute can give you a heavy set and all of a sudden switch it up for some house and everybody be vibing and then comes back mm -hmm. again and then do some other weird shit. And 
everybody will be happy. Like it don't matter. He could yeah. he could train wreck and everybody will still be vibing. Still, yeah, yeah. That dude's shout out to him because he's awesome. Shout out to him, man. One of my homies, yo. And but yeah, South it. Florida scene has been blowing up. You know, mainly you think of Colorado and other states, but South Florida has been taken off. And I hope that these people who are taking off on South Florida actually become, you know, big and successful, you know, how they should, you yeah. know, because, yeah, like uh, one thing I was talking to Plasma was that, you know, he was telling me that, you know, everybody from the base committee is heading over to Tampa now or Florida overall. Everybody's blowing up from Florida. Everybody's becoming big. That's bass. That's bass music is blowing up from Florida right now. And Colorado is like the state capital of bass music. You know, if it's not Colorado, it's it's Canada, you know? Oh, yeah. So now we got a huge rip reps and all we can do is just like promote them as much as we can. I just wish as that much as we can. I just wish that sometimes these festivals like these big festivals like the EDCs, the ultras, the life in colors, the sunset music festivals, the Okeechobees can can promote a little bit more the local scene, like can, can give yeah, them more of a voice. Yeah, just like Forbidden Kingdom does. Yeah. Big love to Pepe and the Insomniac team on Forbidden because they did the whole stage for all the local artists the entire three, two days, which was amazing. Which is insane, you know, because shout out to Pepe because he he's a business partner with Lucho and those guys have been working to get Forbidden Kingdom for years. As long as I know them, they've been trying I've to never get met Lucha, but I only hear good things about that man. Yeah. Everybody always talks so good about him, too. He, he's the man, you know. I, I owe some of my success in my career because of him. Because it was like him that gave me that. the he gave me the chance. He gave me the chance. It's like, all right, let me see what you got. I prove it to him. And it's like, all right, now I want you on all this stuff. Like I give some of my some of my success because of him. Because obviously, because of him. I was able to go to Life in Color backstage, meet some of the artists. I was able to network with them. I was able to go to Sunset Music Festival, network, you know, talk to people, like met my hero, Zomboy. Oh, Zomboy. Yo. Yo, like whenever I've, I'm going to have a chance to meet Zomboy. And that was the time. And funny enough, I met Zomboy twice that same year. And we Oh my God, like it wasn't for him. None of the stuff that I have up till now may be feasible, possible. Maybe I may have some things here and there, but not as far as I'm in right now. You know, it'll be hard. That man is one hell of a performer. Zomboy. Oh, that guy. Zomboy, Josh Melody, man. I, I just love his energy, bro. Like I've seen him yeah. twice. Like I perform. I see him be performed twice backstage and the way he brings the energy he just like he just tears a new one to everybody like it's insane the way he does his things man and yeah i'm 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 still you know day 2000 waiting for a new music of him because it's his last music was like last year or 2019 or something like that like i kid you mm -hmm. not i'm i'm still waiting for him 2021 for new music because it's like He's a great producer, a great yes. mixing engineer. Like his mixing and mastering is just like, mm. like I, I like I aspire to become like him in a way. And I did. I actually started to sound like him a little bit. And and that was good because I was like, holy shit, like I managed to sound like one of my heroes. 
But at the same time, it's not so good because you don't want to sound like your heroes. You want to be different. Yeah, you want to be like you. Yeah, you just want to be you. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I, I was just happy. I'm just happy, you know, that I've met him and I hope to see him soon and sometime in the future, you know. Yes, sir. Yeah. Have you met any of your heroes, any of these bass producers, bass artists? Um, well, my favorite all-time artist is Subtronics. So that's oh. that's like my man, my man. Uh, I love him, bro. And I actually did a meet and greet with him uh, in Fort Lauderdale two years ago, mm. I believe, two, three years ago. And then I met him again at Forbidden Kingdom backstage and I gave him the license plate that I showed you earlier. Right. And he signed two of them for me. So, and I gave him one for him to keep. That's freaking dope, man. So yeah. how did that feel? Like, Subtronics what? is my man. Well, what, what was going through you, man? Because I know I was kind of nervous when I meet him, the uh, zombie for the first time. And then the second time, oh, yeah. I was much more calmer. The first time at the meet and greet, I mean, you know, you talk, take a picture and then that's it. But mm. backstage at Forbidden Kingdom, yeah, I was shitting myself. And we were right next to the main stage and he had just put earplugs in. So I went up to him. I was like, I'm not missing my chance. So I start talking. I'm yelling in this dude's ear. Cause we're right next to the main stage. I'm screaming at him, trying to like for him to hear me and just awesome. I mean, I was super nervous, but cause you know, you see them in videos, you see them up there on stage, but like it's at the end of the day, when you're next to them is he's just a human, just like you smokes weed, just like you. Yeah. You know, super cool dude. Yeah. I mean, that's something that a lot of people don't, don't realize like, these people are are just people, just like you and me. The fact that we're putting them on a pedestal is because you know they're artists. That's what they're supposed to be. They're they're this representation of music and, and and all the stuff that we love. But if you treat them like like humans, man, they're gonna treat you super nice and they're gonna be super chill and super appreciative about it. If you treat them like you know you're the biggest fanboy of all, they'll. They'll be like, oh, thank you. And then, you know, like dip. Yeah. At the end of the day, they wake up in the morning just like you do. They go to sleep mm -hmm. just like you do. You know, they're regular humans. But yeah, I, when I saw Subtronics, I was hella nervous, even though he's a regular dude. Not for me, but yeah. Right. And let me ask you, like, how often has the social media, has, you know, been treating you when it comes to you to selling your your organization, your merch and all that stuff? Like, how often do you use it? Uh, well, I run everything by myself. So everything that happens for the vibes mm -hmm. is through me. And I'm the only person that runs all my social media. Most of my things I actually sell through Facebook. I don't make a lot mm -hmm. of sales through like posting on my stories or the posts. I just find little groups and things and or I message people directly and just promote my merch through there because there's just so many companies and so many people doing pins or different merch that it's hard to stand out if you're not on Etsy. Because mm. so Etsy is like a the new thing? Etsy is the place to buy merch. I mean, obviously you have iHeart Raves or different companies like we were talking earlier, uh, Electric Family. Mm -hmm. But those are the big, big names. If you're a, somebody that just started out and you have no name attached to you, like who the fuck are you? They're not, most people are not going to buy from you. So that was one of the big things when I first started. Do I start an Etsy store or do I push through and eat shit for a little bit and start my own website? And I decided to start my own website It because 
it's hard to get eyes on the website. Hard, it's hard for pe to make people remember the website. So it's it's tough, but it's been getting a lot better. I mean, I've only been doing it for a year, and my sales for last year and this year are amazing. So I can't complain. It's just a lot of work. So what? So how much work do you have to put in behind it? Like, what do you have to do to you know to sell it out to to everybody? I would have word of mouth and let everyone know where hey to swim by to over me. Yeah, I'm always I'm literally always doing something. I'm either on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Reddit, um, making pins. Now I, ju I just started making pins for other people, so I'm always figuring something out. Mm. Um, but mainly, it's advertising through all my social platforms to let them grow. And then when it comes to the selling part, um, I try and advertise it on Facebook or on Instagram mainly. Okay. But Facebook, I'll post it on like a group. And then if people are interested, I'll message them personally instead of like commenting the link or whatever it is. I like to be personable and like actually get to meet people. Yeah. So that's what I do. I'll message everybody. And I don't give a fuck. And where and where do you actually get all the products? Like, how do you say get some of the products in line and 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 have these collaborations? And where does that money come from? So the money is has been accumulated throughout the time. So mm. when I first started, um, I don't want to say um, I started with maybe five six hundred dollars to mm. start off everything. Okay, and then from there the money accumulated. Um, I haven't put in anything else from my money. But everything that I make and get, I reinvest. I haven't spent a single dollar on myself okay. from the business just because if I want to grow and become an electric family or like an iHeart Raves, I can't buy myself anything with the money. I just got to reinvest it. Mm -hmm. And yeah, most of the things actually come uh, from China. So pin, pin wise, most pins that you see in the US, there's no manufacturers in the US, they're all kind of come from China, whether they it's somewhere online that you find them all pins come from China. Shipping has gone through the roof because of the pandemic and everything. Yeah. And then other merch, I do little collabs with people. I'm actually working on a collab to make some uh, super trippy sweatpants, like trippy ass sweatpants, because mm. I know it's going to start getting cold. And she's local. She's over in Colorado. So just oh, finding people. That's what's they make up. cool stuff. Yeah, that's that's pretty too. And and how, where do you come up with these ideas? Like, how do you come up? Like, you know, this is what this is what's gonna sell the pins. This is gonna sell the shirts or the hats or, or the. How do you come up with this? And how do you know what what people actually want to buy from? Um, honestly, if I'm being very honest. I just I like to smoke a little bit, mm. and because that gets me to me, we opens up my uh you know my vision it kind of helps okay. me think and loosens my mind yeah so that's actually how i came up with the license plate idea that nobody has done mm. and i just i love the license plate idea i was like it's unique you can put it on the car put it on the wall and i rolled at that and then people loved it and i just kept making more designs i have uh, an artist from spain that does all of my edm stuff mm. he has no clue who any of these people are but with my guidance, I kind of tell him what I'm looking for. He does a little bit of his own research and then he takes it from there. And uh, sometimes it'll take us a week or two to kind of get the design. Or sometimes it'll be, you know, a couple of days, depending on what he comes up with. I was actually going to ask you, like, do you have a team and, and do you have somebody who does all your illustrations or do you do it or do you do some of it? 
So my team, basically, I run everything. Mm. I have all the decisions, everything I, I run. I just have two artists, one of them that does the more cartoon-inspired stuff, and then the other one does the EDM-inspired stuff. And then I have a couple of ambassadors um, that kind of promote for me and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, apart from that, I also work with Underground Wubs. I did the uh, merch for Goon. Mm-hmm. I built his entire website. So I, I like to stay busy. The more on my plate, the more I eat. So I just, I like to do as much as I possibly can. Perfect. Yeah. And, yeah. and, when, it, and when it comes to future plannings, like, do you have something in the future words that you already know that this is what's going to happen in the fall and the winter and the spring or something like that? Or that shit just comes around naturally when you're smoking or, when, or next day when you wake up, it's like, I want to do this. I I just let it flow, to be honest with you. And it's a mistake of mine sometimes to not think too ahead because mm-hmm. like for Lost Lands, I could have probably made a Lost Lands design or like, you know, there's different things that I could have planned ahead for. Mm-hmm. But it's only been my first year. I just, if I can get my word out there and get people to remember my name, then everything, I already know exactly where I want to take the business and the company, but it's just, it's, I don't like to plan too ahead for merch. I do have oh, a book okay. where I keep every single thing that mm-hmm. I come up with or anything that goes on just to stay organized, which I always tell people, if you have a business, a company, an LLC, you have to be organized, mm-hmm. have to be organized. I have an Excel sheet with over 25 different pages of different sheets and tabs with everything from the scent that I spend for every product to how much I make he, uh, online, in person, in cash, everything. Because when tax season comes, and it's also, yeah, yeah man, tax season, that was tough. Yeah. Yeah, it's just tough to learn. When you don't know anything, mm. it's it's tough to like, you know, figure it out, especially doing it by yourself. Yeah. You know, my dad doesn't live with me. I don't talk to him. Um, so it's kind of like, you don't who do I turn to? So you kind of figure it out on your own, but we got, I got through it. And so if I can say something, if you're watching, stay organized, really organize your shit and it'll make your life so much easier. Absolutely, man. Hey, I, yeah. I do my tasks by myself too, man. Like I had to do it by myself. I didn't have my own man. They didn't teach me. And I'm like, you motherfucker, you couldn't teach me how to do tasks. It's like, Oh no, I got a guy. I'm like, of course you got a guy. You got a guy. I don't have a guy. What the fuck? So I had yeah. to learn how to do my taxes and I had to go through TurboTax, which is like the most easiest place for yeah. me to do my taxes. It's like it only takes me 20 minutes to do my taxes and boom, I'm done. I'm like, great. Now I just wait until I get my money back. Yeah. No, like especially for businesses and companies, I try and keep a tab of how, where, like where I'm spending everything because yeah. if not, they can go back in five years, still go back. Oh and yeah, and then they'll try to me over. yeah, they'll try to find yeah. a way to screw you over. It's like, oh, you didn't declare this as your business expense. Oh, you didn't say this, and I'm like, I'm yeah. like, now you're coming with this shit. Now you couldn't tell yeah. me this, you know, five years ago. Like, nah, bro. The, the IRS are a bunch of crooks. That's what they are. That's yeah. yeah. You gotta so be on top. Like, yeah, you gotta be on top of that shit. And and your business yeah. ha- is already registered as an LLC. Yeah, after two three months of starting opening up the website, mm-hmm. uh, did the LLC opened up a bank account under it, so it's easier to. Ever right. since I opened up the bank account, so much easier. Mm. So much easier. 
Yeah. So, so, so let me ask you, because this is actually a, a very interesting conversation to talk about, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't know much about this uh, type of stuff. You know, did you yeah. have to register your name first or trademark your name first? Um, so what I did is I just started a limit LLC, which is a limited liability corporation. And you just trademarked. I just trademarked. The Vibes LLC. The first thing that I, what I always recommend is if you have a name in mind, I always mm. would try and see if there is a website available for it mm. because you always want to kind of have your name and LLC, like company name, the one that goes on your taxes or business records to yeah. kind of match. Yeah. So I did LL, the Vibes LLC and it was, it looked, it was okay online. So I, we opened up the website and then a little bit later, uh, when my best friend dropped off the business, and it was just me. I opened up the bank account. Okay. Yeah. I. It's very interesting for you to say this type of stuff because I want other people to listen and learn from this. Like when they try to think of, of a company name and as well as like, where do I have to go? Because sometimes people just like assume like, oh, so you just register your, your name LLC um, on a bank? I thought you could just like do it separate from the bank. And maybe sometimes it's good. Maybe sometimes it's bad. It all depends, I guess. Like, which is actually yeah. much more easier for you to register first through the bank or for a separate or for the separate you know, legal account? So I actually, because I was just starting out and I wasn't sure, mm -hmm. I actually did it through a website called Zen Business, I believe. Zen because Business. To start an Zen business. Yeah. There's a fee, obviously like a yearly fee, but their lease keep track of all the documents. Um, mm. you know, if you ever get sued, which hopefully I don't get sued, but you know, if anything ever happens, they keep track of all the documents, they keep in contact with you. And mm -hmm. because if you don't know what you're doing, I didn't want to do it wrong. So I'd rather pay some type of money and, uh -huh. um, do it the right way. So I did it with Zen business, started everything through there. And then once you receive the papers, you open up the bank account, which is what I did. That's dope. And let me ask you, yeah. do you know what an S-Corp is? Uh, yeah, that's actually my next uh, step. So I'm going to ask. So I'm going to ask you, like, what's the difference between opening a LLC versus opening S-Corp? So I'm not 100 percent sure. But as someone ex what someone explained to me mm -hmm. is that an S-Corporation basically separates you from the company. So let's say if you get sued or bankruptcy or whatever, it doesn't affect you as the person. So the LLC is still attached to the person. you, me as Alessandro, mm -hmm. but an S-Corp separates you from the corporation. Mm -hmm. So if anybody was to sue you, let's say, mm -hmm. They would sue the company and they wouldn't be able to take any of your personal money and things like that. Mm. From what I understand, That's like with an LLC, yeah, if somebody were to sue me and I didn't have enough funds in my company account, then they're they could go you. after my personal, correct? Uh, they could go after my personal. Mm. That's from actually, what I understand. That I could be wrong. No, I mean. This is verbatim. This is what for what you yeah. know, you know, hearsay. Yeah. And that's actually pretty good to hear about that stuff. And people need to know about these sort of stuff when they start in other companies. And because I've I know I, I was gonna start my own LLC under the Wolves and Music brand. And then later on, I was like, I decided not to because I'm not making that much money. I mean, not enough money for me to actually start an LLC and keeping with the fees or any of that. So I put that yeah. on hold. 
And I decided like, I want to build an LLC when this brand kicks off. When, yeah. when the Lone Wolf podcast, you know, Lone Wolf Pod LLC, that's going to be when it starts to kick off. And I start yeah, earn, earning you, money. You start getting your merch, yeah, your merch or whatever it is. Yeah, when I st- when I see money flowing, and then I'm starting to get seeing a certain amount I'm earning per month, and I'm selling merch and shit like that. That's when I'll you know do my whole trademark and LLC yeah. registration, all that stuff. But for now, I don't need yeah. to because it's like we're not there yet. But yeah, it's, you but- don't really need to. Mm-hmm. Unless you're so, like, unless you're like a merch store, like an online store, like me and want to make it official, mm-hmm. then yeah, get an LLC, make it official. But like, you still have time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, obviously, I, I wasn't going to pay. I will be paying, like you say, I'll be paying a yearly basis, a certain amount that I'm not earning any money out of it. And I'll have a bank account. And if there's no money in that inside that business account, then I'll yeah, be screwed. a lot of banks actually take money away from you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll they be charge you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of interest fee, because you're not putting money into their bank. So obviously, though, I get I get screwed over. So that's why I exactly. decided like, and I wanted to have a, my own business music business account for for those purposes. But like I said, I wasn't earning that much money, so I didn't saw any reason for me to to register an LLC or an S-Corp for all that. And, yeah. and one thing I will say, I will say, I'll say this, like, it's always good to register first as an LLC first before you register as an S-Corp. Always, always, always. Yeah, because later on you can That's- do the S-Corp. Once, once you see that there's like, oh my God, there's like literally a lot of money and I'm receiving money and the business is receiving money. So now... Things are not affecting that much, then register yourself as an escort. Don't go. Yeah, you can, you can always do it once when you do your taxes. That's what I was going to do. Mm. And then I just said, decided to wait one more year and see how it goes. But my accountant gave me the option. He said, if you want to file as an S corporation, I'll charge you X amount of dollars and we can file you as an S corp. That's pretty good, man. That's actually pretty yeah. good. This is actually very valuable information that, guys, if you're listening to this, like, Take up our notes and re re listen to this section, guys. It's very important, especially for for people who are trying to get their names out there and they're trying to get their companies. Like it's very very important to know these sort of stuff because it yes. it, it it can prevent you to make any sort of mistakes when you're trying to register. You know, before you before you shoot yourself in the foot. You know, hey, trust me, it drove me absolutely crazy trying to figure out how to do everything and before finding Zen business. then so, yeah, definitely, definitely Def- into it. Yeah, definitely. Now, do you, let me ask you, because I've been, I've been asking you a lot of questions and they're very good, man. Do you have any questions for me that you want to talk about? Is there anything in particular that you, you know, we can head on to discuss about? Um, before the podcast, yeah, but I think we kind of touched up on it. You know, I wanted to get your views on like the South Florida music industry, mm. which I'm happy we talked about. And, you know, I was actually really interested on learning about how you came about, like how you, how you became who you are, you know? Yeah. How you started doing your own thing. Cause I like hearing stories and I like learning from stories, but we touched up on that. Yeah. That's why I didn't really want to watch too much of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to learn and know, get to know you, you know, face to face. Right. But yeah, I think pretty much we touched up on everything. I'm just happy that 
appreciate you for having me out here. I love talking business and meeting people. And yeah, you're I, a I'm, cool guy. Thank you, man. You as well, man. And I'm just like you, man. I love talking to people too. Like, I mean, again, that's why I have the podcast because I love I love talking to other people and understanding their views and understanding their point of views and their perspectives and how they come up, you know, because there's sometimes they're It, believe it or not, like out of the many people that I've interviewed, there's a lot of similarities with me and every other guest. Like every other guest has something in common with me. And it's just like, that's very cool. Even people that I've never met in my life. And there's like, there's a common ground in, into all this, which is actually pretty yeah. cool. And I feel like that's like the best way for you to understand other people or other humans in overall. This is how you, you, You get to know each other by understanding each other, you know? Now, I'm always fascinated to learn more information and mo learn more about yourself and about others and about, you know, where you're coming from and how you got here and all that stuff. It's just like I, I become curious, George, at that point. You know, I want to learn no I'm more. I'm the same way. I'm the same exact way. Yeah. And it, and it's fun, you know, because it's because you learn something from it. And, you know, there's times in which you learn something that you never thought that, oh, shit, I didn't know about this. Like, that's cool to know. Just by talking to the certain person, I just learned something new, you know? And exactly. Little little stuff like that happens a, a lot, a lot more than you think, you know? I agree. And I like to get inspired by others. Like, you know, like hearing your stories, what you had to overcome and how hard you had to work, you know, it. it It, it inspires me. Like, that's why I like, I like learning about people and what they do and where they came from and the shit they had to go through mm -hmm. for, to, you know, just be here today. So and that's awesome. I love this whole podcast concept that you do. Thank you. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm little by little. I'm just trying to get there, you know, little by little. I'm just trying to get there, man. Now, what, what type of inspiration you get through when you're doing your job, man? Well, that's not a job, but your passion, you know? Like what inspires me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My family. Yeah. Mm. My family. I have a lot of family in Cuba. Um, you know, it's tough. It's not It's not how life should be over there. Yeah. Uh, my sister and my mom uh, that are here. And I do what I do because I want to put myself in the position mm -hmm. uh, to give them everything they possibly want, to be honest with you. I don't care about cars. I don't care about living in the biggest house. I don't, I don't care. I could live in a small house, drive a shitty car, be next to the beach and be completely happy. But, you know, if I can look at my mom and say, hey, mom, stop working. Enjoy your life. Let's get you a house here. Let's get you the car that you want. Mm. She loves to travel. If I can say, mom, here, go travel, do whatever the fuck you want to do, mm -hmm. then I'm good. That's why I do it. That's why I wake up every day. I don't care about fame or that's why I don't even show my face in any of my social medias because I don't care about being famous. I just, I want to do my thing, make people happy, but you know, I want the foundation, my mom and sister and my family. That's dope, man. That's pretty dope, man. I'd love to hear that, man. Hope this continues on forever and ever, man. Now, yeah, appreciate what genre of music actually incline, really intends to incline you the most? Like, what is it that mm. you listen to every day? So, I'm a dubstep. Woo! I'm a dubstep kid. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Um, I love everything. I've been loving, I've been getting down with a lot of different types of music. I used to only be about dubstep, but I've been loving bass music. I mean, 
loving bass music. Rhythm, you, I can do rhythm here and there, not okay. too much of it mm. because it does get repetitive to me. All <laughs> shout out to you all. Shout out to you all. But I have no idea how much I, I shit on them in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, li I literally um, say that rhythm is... I can I tell them like rhythm is the techno version of dubstep. Yeah, facts, bro. <laughs> facts. Yes, dude. Yes. So throw a little bit of that rhythm in a set, but not straight rhythm. Yeah, not um, straight all the time. Not hearing the same mm. pattern over and over for 16 bars. Like, nah, man, give me something. Like Virtual Riot does a great job at that, man. Why can't everybody yeah. just follow that trend of Virtual Riot? Nope. We, it, have, it has to be the same. It's like... Yeah. No, give me a That's what I'm saying. Yeah, because with rhythm, you can do the same head, head movement for the entire hour and you will not be offbeat once. Yeah. So, but yeah, I like, I judge DJs a lot by their live performances. Mm. I like, yeah, yeah, that's what I like to do. Like one of my favorite artists is Ella's Dream and I don't listen a lot of Ella's Dream. I just like to see how he performs live or like subtronics i listen to a lot or like excision i don't listen to a lot i just like to see mm. him live yeah but i like to see uh actually goon threw down an insane set this past saturday dude that man mixed it up and i like sets where people mix singing raps ed like i love drum and bass if you right. put drum and bass in your in your set Ooh. you have my heart I love me drum oh, and bass. Oh, that's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. So let's say like out of all the people that you've heard up to now, which has been like the most memorable and favorite set of all time? Um. Okay. I Yeah, it's going to have to be Subtronics, back-to-back mm. -back Slander at Forbidden Kingdom. Oh, the shit. Let's go. There is... A lot of variables that go into it. It was like the first show back. I was with all my homies. Um, and I love Subtronics. But that set, to me, was just special. And I absolutely, yeah, it has to be that set. That's, that's dope. Now, here's the twist part. Which has been like the mm -hmm. most disappointing for a set that you've ever heard? Like you would expect a little bit more for this person. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if people are going to like me for who I'm going to say. Oh. Oh, so it's gonna have to be a Forbidden Kingdom this year uh -huh. again, but I was really, really disappointed by sudden death. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, everybody watching, but I love sudden death, but that set did not did not do its thing. No, and I like DJs that talk on the microphone a lot. Mm -hmm. I like DJs because at the end of the day, you have. 20, 30,000 people that are coming to watch you. Yeah. So I love when people, like when DJs talk on the mic. I know that Sudden Death for his voice sets puts on a persona, but I don't know. That set just really, really bummed me out. I don't know why. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. You know, there's nothing yeah. wrong about you DJing and not say a word, but if you want to grab the people's attention, you might as well do something that, you know, that speaks loudly, you know, like if, if you're going to be doing a dub set set and not say a single word, I can see why that's like a little bit. Yeah, of, no, I, like, I get it. Because it's like, it, like there's no, like you're not keeping me entertained. You're not, it's not interesting. Like I can listen to this in my home, you know? 
versus yeah, like yeah, yeah. versus like somebody like fucking Zomboy. You know, the like every five songs he grabs the mic. It's like, are you guys ready for a fucking mosh pit? Yeah, you see, that's what I like, and I everybody's different, but you see, that's that that to me, I love it. Yeah, I want you to scream in my face and tell me that you want me to fucking jump in that mosh pit and go crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you're still a DJ, so your your job as a DJ, you you need to entertain your crowd. You need to read the crowd. Like you need to like get the crowd like in the palm of your hands like grab them you know let them know where yeah. where the fuck where you are you know and and when mm -hmm. you don't do that it sometimes it gets a little bit disappointed it becomes a little bit still because the whole time i'm just hearing rhythm and dubstep and there's nothing new entertaining i could just like uh ah, all right this is my pee break i guess i'm gonna go to the bathroom i'm not gonna miss anything or eh, i'm just gonna walk around see what's up there you know and then That's how then all of a sudden you go to any of the local stations. It's like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? Yeah, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's oh, can I change my answer? Yeah, sure. I'm changing it. Above and beyond EDC Orlando 2016 or 16, I think. That's your 2018. most disappointing or the most memorable? Yeah. No, 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 no. Worst set. I just, I was thinking oh. about it. I'm changing it. Yeah, not sudden death. I jumped the gun too quick. Above and beyond, EDC Orlando. Really? Yeah. Why is that? That's interesting. Let me hear your, your explanation. I just did not like Above and Beyond. They killed my entire vibe. Absolutely destroyed my vibe. Really? And sorry if, any, if I disappoint anybody. Yeah, me and my best friend, shout out to American if you're watching. But we've talked about this for many, many years. That said, will always stick with us. I can't believe I forgot above and beyond. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Damn. That's wow. Who are your top three artists? If I were to ask you, my top three artists are very simple. It's uh, in no way order. Zomboys, okay. Skrillets, and Rob Swire from Knife Party and Pendulum. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I chose those three because those three is what got me to bass music overall. You know, it was probably like yeah. 2010 when Scary Monsters Night Sprite started to come, come off around there. And then after Scary mm -hmm. Monsters Night Sprites, um, Zomboy came along in somewhere around there. And then I started to listen a lot more on dubstep. And that same year, it was EDC Puerto Rico. Pendulum came over as one of the headliners. I never listened to it. Pendulum. I didn't even know what Pendulum was. It was there. I realized that they were a drum and bass band. Oh my god! When they and it was the year that they released the Immersion album. That's where like the biggest hit ever, Witchcraft and Watercolors, Crush, The Island, like. Mm -hmm. And then obviously Rob Swire. You know, Rob Swire is my is my guy. Like that's my favorite hero. Like I want to meet and shake his hand and work with him. I want to work something with it, even <laughs> if it's remixing some Manifest of his songs, it. anything, anything. As long as I say, like, I, I work with this guy, like, I'm happy as fuck, bro. Rob Swire, absolutely. Manifest that guy, it. that guy's a legend, man. He's a legend to me, man. So, yeah, those are like my free top artists, you know. In nice. No, I like that. In no way order. No order. No, yeah, no. I yeah, Skrillex has to be the foundation for most people because that's who got me into everything. I was in Africa, no clue about anything. 
but I know I was listening to Skrillex. And you didn't even know what the fuck that was. It was just like, what? Yeah, yeah, crazy. And it's crazy enough that it's all fans to Skrillex that we have what we have right now in dubstep. Like, you gotta give the flowers to this guy because this guy put dubstep on the map. He on the put, map. He mainstreamed it. And if it wasn't for Skrillex, I could bet you, like, Probably dubstep wouldn't be as big as it is right now. I can no. guarantee you that, you know? It and what I'm thinking is in a couple of years how how much bigger it's gonna be. Imagine like I can't wait. I mean, imagine Ascension has its own festival. Imagine that his own festival with the biggest Slander. bass players. Slander just released their own festival, Starbase. Yeah. I'm telling you, the next few years is gonna be wild for this industry. Insane. For the base community, for sure, bro. And 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 look yeah. at now, like Forbidden Kingdom is now the home base on Florida for bass music. And Insomnia picked that up with Pepe. Picked it up, yeah. After two years, they did two shows. The third show, they, the third event, they're like, yeah, we'll take it. Crazy. Yeah. So now Insomnia has its own, you know, bass festival. And that, and yeah. God knows if that face fe base festival is gonna grow up and pop off and do oh yeah other places in the world like oh yeah oh yeah I mean Subtronics just announced he's coming back to Sunset Cove yeah he's oh. doing Cyclops Cove you have Base Rush doing shows all over they just did in Orlando that's another Crazy. one Base Rush too yeah yeah Base Rush yeah they just throw events left and right. And Subtronics is coming like this winter, right? On Sunset Cove. Yes, sir. December 18th, Sunset Cove. I, I hope I'm I'm hope I'm here for that day. Like maybe hey. I can actually swim by over there, you know. Who knows? Yeah. You're in Miami, right? Yeah, yeah. South Florida. Nice hour drive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I have no problem. I just I just need to get there backstage. That's all I need, you know? Yeah. But we'll oh, see. Man. I mean, That's we'll see be because fun. I definitely want to, you know, get into more of these base festivals so I can just like interview every single person in those festivals, man. I want to interview yeah. every artist out there, you know, just get that, you know, get that small little little spot for myself and just have everybody just like, hey, come over here, come over here. Let's interview for yeah, do a 20 little minutes. Setup. Yeah, do a 20 minutes, you know, podcast and then and then we off, you know, whatever, you know. That's it what, would work out because I mean they just hang out back there the entire time, anyways. Yeah, exactly. cost them, so that would actually be dope. You could probably talk to Pepe about it. Yeah, I just need I just need to bring him over to the show. I, I have to I have to <laughs> talk I had to talk through Lucho to get to Pepe, so you know he could come over here. You know, and probably that's yeah. where I'll, I'll ask him about it. But we'll see, man. I definitely want to. I'm very intrigued of what the future for bass music comes from you know what's Super coming excited. into yes sir i oh, i man. agree we got like three more questions and we can wrap this up okay yeah i'm here all right so for right now what has been your greatest accomplishment uh since i started the business like with the business hmm oh that's a really good question you know i was trying to think of what questions you could ask me i don't know why mm. i didn't think of this one um hmm take your time I've just loved about the business that I've gotten so many people involved and I mm. feel like I've inspired a lot of people because that's my main thing. And I say that because my best friend couple wanted to start their own like art Etsy store, like art store. And my other friend underground web started a little bit after me and 
You right. know, he started doing events, wants to do merch too. So that's honestly my big, if I can do what I love and inspire other people, mm. I can ask for more. So it, that's my biggest accomplishment. Yeah. Honestly, like just seeing other people inspired and wanting to do something similar or not even something similar, mm. but seeing me take a risk and them willing to take their own risk and say, fuck it, I'm going to do this because I want to. That's to me, that's my biggest accomplishment so far. Dope. What are you currently doing and what do you hope to accomplish? There's different things that I hope to accomplish, but I do want to make Dope Vibes like a brand that everybody like knows. You know, I Heart Rave, like you said, like Electric Family, mm-hmm. but I want it to be like at festivals, giving out free stuff, you know, like we said before, like test kits for drugs or like waters or, you know, and I love giving free stuff out. I give it all the time to people and orders or at festivals. I probably give out five, $600 worth of free stuff at, at every festival. Wow. Um, yeah. Whether it's stickers, cards, pins, license plates all the time. But yeah, I just, I want to bring dope vibes to the top and I want it to, you know, influence other people and help other people and eventually maybe be a, like a motivational speaker or like, you know, inspire. That's my main thing. I just want to inspire other people to say, fuck it, mm-hmm. believe in themselves and take the jump to, to build their future. Because a lot of people have so much talent. They just either don't believe in, their, in themselves or are afraid. And, you know, I want to kind of set that example that if you, if you don't give a fuck what people say and you're willing to eat shit and take risks then and work hard because that that's the fundamental but you can do it so that's what i want to do hopefully that's pretty dope one last question and can and we can wrap this up man let's just say that uh, you're walking down the street and all of a sudden a spaceship comes down to you a group of aliens come down to you and they say yo Alessandro, we need your help man we need your help because you and only you are the only one who can help us, man. And you're like, oh shit, okay, what, let's go. And you're like, yeah, but just to let you know, you're coming with us. You're going to be out for a while. We don't know when you're coming back. But before you leave, here's a piece of paper. Write three pieces of advice that you will give to someone. What are those three pieces of advice? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Kind of builds off from the other ones too. I like that. Um, yeah. First advice I would give someone, happiness mm-hmm. is the, the most important thing in the world. If you're happy, nothing else matters. Um, the second one, stop listening to other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Third one, be kind to one another. That's not really advice, but that, that would just be like my send off quote. Yeah. Be kind to one another. I agree. Yeah. That That's actually pretty good, you know. I will I'll give them that bonus part to say like guys just be be humble be humble yeah. it doesn't doesn't take you a lot of energy to be nice and be humble at all like it's actually humbleness pays off a lot you know and you share this the same respect that you'll share to a janitor to a CEO man things will blossom to you in your way man guarantee yeah. man I'm I'm living proof of it man Always be grateful, be patient, you know, and always play the long gun, the long game. 
long run. Always play yeah. it because it, it's a tough industry. Not everybody can make it. But if you have all the all the stuff that we've mentioned up to now and you have the patience and the humbleness, the respect and the kindness, everything will pay off. Everything will pay yeah. us. You just have to be. And if it doesn't, you did your duty. You did yeah. your part. You did your thing, man. And just, you know, be grateful about it, regardless whether it's a win or, or, or lose. Be grateful. The fact that you were given this sort of opportunity, not many people can have that, you know, but but then you will know the next time and now you'll kill it the next time, you know? So yeah. I agree, hey, man. man. Because, yeah, you can, like you said, sorry, and then we'll leave it at that. Yeah, but like yeah. you can succeed, you can win or lose. But if you're nice and you win, then you did it. But if you if you lose and you are not nice, what if I had done it different? You know? So be nice. If you win, good shit for you. And if you lose, you did your part. You were nice. And be yeah. kind to one another, man. There's so much negativity these days. So much I agree. Like, between wars and politics and things like that, that if we start going at each other like yeah i agree like we don't need to bring that much. that whole negativity over here into the music industry man and we already deal with this all bad shit we we usually go to the music you know to escape all that shit you know we exactly. don't need to escape. bring more of this negativity it's not enough and exactly. there's always going to be those people that are trying to you know use use your positivity to use it for their own benefits you know for their own hidden agendas but I'll tell you this, guys, just just be nice. Be nice to everybody. It doesn't matter who, you know, even the people that aren't nice to you, just be nice. Be the bigger person, you know, because at the long run, it will pay off. You know, the universe has a plan for you. The universe has a plan for you, man. And that universe will give you the the right answer when it when it comes by, you know, we're both living living products of it man it does happen you know i can't i don't know what else to say man because this is just the perfect way how to how to end it yeah. up man yeah i think we said it believe yeah. in your fucking dreams pursue your fucking dreams and be kind to one another yeah don't be a dick yeah dude don't be a dick if you're watching don't be a dick don't be a dick okay let me be the Straight dick, up. don't be a dick, all right? <laughs> <laughs> well, man, Alessandro, thank you very much for coming into the show, man. It means a lot for you to come on there. Um, before we leave, plug yourself out. Let the people know what to expect from you in the future. Uh, first of all, I appreciate you being such a cool host. It's uh, at the Dope Vibes for all my social media. We're doing giveaways. We're actually doing an Instagram giveaway. We'll mm -hmm. probably have like about 15 things to give out. Uh, soon so follow it on instagram twitter whatever it is but if you're watching like subscribe and follow this man because this man is gonna kill it i'm telling you follow this man and keep up with this shit because you learn about things but you also get motivation out of it Bang. so follow and like thank you and man. i appreciate you. i appreciate very much man thank you guys thank you alessandro for coming to the show Thank you guys for listening. And remember, every week is a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And of course, the YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com. That's Lone, W-O-L-V, Pod.com all together. When you can check all my latest episodes, comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. If you guys got a certain topic that you want me to cover, you want Alessandro to cover, 
please let us know on the comments down below and we'll do our best to cover on the next episode. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.